back, everybody, to another episode of Men of the Machine. Now, this is going to be a little different. You've got me here. This is Kevin speaking, if you didn't already know. And uh, my other, the other host of this show, if you will, is not in the call quite yet. So I'm expecting a Skype call from him any second now. But basically what I wanted to do was kind of just have a genuine conversation with him. And I mean, he's not any different off the record, but like off the recording, but uh, just kind of let it flow organically, just a normal conversation between me and him. Um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I'll have to tell him the minute he asks, oh, yeah, by the way, we're already recording. I hope you're not thrown off because he kind of likes to have a plan a lot of the times. But either way, I think it should be really fun. I've got a few things I want to ask him. And then uh, he bought the Nintendo Switch the day it came out. And I'm pretty, you know, got Zelda that day as well. So I want to hear his first impressions and how he likes the game because I'm considering picking it up and general conversation without him noting knowing it's recording like i said don't expect the world probably going to be identical to a normal session of me and him talking but who knows maybe he'll say something he uh doesn't okay he doesn't think out every sentence so i'm not really banking on it being this off the cuff thing but we'll see what happens so let's give him a call hopefully he answers if he doesn't we'll try again and i'm not sure if this will record the skype music so let's find out Oh, hell yeah, it does. Sweet. Ah. Hello. First thing you do when you walk in the door is throw your jersey on. That's it's a clutch warm, move. Kevin. It's warm, No, it's a clutch move. I'd do the exact same thing if I had one myself. I'm going to get, I'm going to get the, which... To your credit for the Blackcocks, we will have a similar jersey. I'm buying the Silent Bob one, um, so I, I it'll it's kind of Blackcocks esque. Stop saying that, you <laughs> ass. That's the team's name. That's not me. The Chicago Blackcocks. That's how it's not said. Not what it's called. It's not what uh, okay. it's called. All right. What do you put a space and an H in there? That's weird. The H is silent. It's Black Ox, so it's just Blackox. Not that's not even that's not that doesn't make sense. That's not even what you said. You said black cocks. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying right now. Black cocks. That's not what you said. Well, that's what it is. Don't don't ask me anything. Uh, <laughs> sorry for I, I felt like I felt like you're like a girlfriend that was annoying you. I was just like I didn't. I just I know you no. don't like me not touching base, so I just wanted <laughs> to say hi. Well, no, because like I was like I was supposed to. Okay, this is the original plan. My original plan was just to get out at 4.15, go to Glens Falls, record with Cardinal, and then go to his band practice, and then come home. Then when I got to work, I realized I had to do this stupid training thing that I agreed to a week ago. Mm -hmm. So I had to stay at work until, uh, well, until it was over, which was about 5.15. So I already told him, I was like, that's not probably going to work because we're not going to be able to record in time for your practice. So I was like, if you want to do it tomorrow, that's fine. If you want to do it a different day, I don't give a shit. Oh, that works. So, so yeah. So I came home and like, second I like walked in and just like, so what's the, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, I have things. Just give me four seconds. I suppose like, I could have yeah. worded it differently, but <laughs> I know, I know you hate it when 
I'm not consistent to a time schedule. Like, hey, I'm ready now. And you're like, you said an hour from now. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. Or I'm like, hey, I'm free today. And you're like, why didn't you tell me earlier? So I just really wanted to be consistent. I wanted to make you proud. I just Fair wanted enough. to make you happy. I was, And it's so hard to tell tone. So the Patrick that I immediately think of whenever I read anything written about you is your hands in the air your eyes lit up and i was like i'm so sorry oh my god i'm so sorry actually no it was more like i'm halfway trying to hook up my very because like, i realized when i was hooking my switch that i didn't have enough oh my ports. god how, so you've been playing it so much how is it oh, oh it's fantastic change. kevin uh, i might i'm 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 ah ooh, the whole the whole kit and caboodle right there <laughs> I'm I'm probably going to end up buying it despite my my protests and the main reason is I'm going to Arizona in at the end of the month and I think it will be awesome to have for the plane ride. Okay. I mean I, the plane ride lasts so the way I'm playing it out in my head is I could buy it and return it which I've done a thousand times to Best Buy and I don't mind doing it again. I've done it with like iPads when we went on trips. I bought a gaming laptop just for orientation for the sales floor i bought like a 1300 asus whatever because they don't sell many uh the only one they had took it first off i hated it i would have returned it anyways but i i was like you know why not i don't have my own laptop and i you're sending me to orientation i'm fucking doing this so i bought it from uh cvg actually and then when i returned it he was like what the fuck man i was like i i don't need this i told you what i was doing this was just to distract me in the hotel but anyway, sorry, I distracted myself. Um, yeah, I think oh, yeah, it'll be but, pretty um, dope to play on the plane and in the airport yeah. and shit. Because I have a, like a two-hour layover in Charlotte, so I can charge it back up. So the plane ride to Arizona, it's fully charged, and that'd be kind of cool. Super, it's super portable. Because literally, what it is uh, over there is literally a piece of plastic about that big mm-hmm. with an opening. Um, inside of it, you open it up, a little plastic part compartment. Uh, where there's a spot for uh, an HDMI cable, mm-hmm. a spot for a power cable, and then I think there's a spot for like a USB for whatever reason. Um, and you hook those up, and then you take that thing off the thing, and you're 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 good you're to go. You're cooking. It's, you're cooking with gas. It's literally all in all like, I want to say like if you count the little controller thingy that you use when you're using it on the dock, mm-hmm. like six parts. Like mm-hmm. it's nothing. It's I've, the only because I got to play with one a little bit at um bef- like a week ago the Nintendo rep brought it in and she we couldn't power it on which kind of sucked but she it was her own personal one so she was showing us it she had like this carrying case did you buy any accessories or just that in the game that's the thing is like originally I was going to buy the carrying case the carrying mm-hmm. case is fourteen ninety nine I was okay. going to buy the carrying case in lieu of buying GSP because GSP was nineteen. Okay. I was like, we got no. Uh, I thought if we was insignia, we'd get the uh, case for cheaper. Uh-huh. We do not. So not yet. Like, yeah, they're trying to capitalize on employees buying all the shit. That's what I'm saying. So I was like, I will buy the nineteen dollar GSP, and mm. if this falls, oh hey, look at that. Oh like, yeah, no, I'm buying. Me. I'm buying protection on it instantly. I I can't. And the th- also the other thing I was thinking about is it's not like a traditional console in the sense that while because supposedly they're going to update it with a full web browser this summer which will be cool um and then like 
I don't want to call it native app support because that makes me think of iPhones and Android phones, but some form of app support for Facebook and all this kind of random bullshit. So it'll just become a home tablet. In the so like I could have four switches in the house and only one of them be used as a game console, one of them be used portable, well all of them be used as all of them. But you know what I mean? Like people could browse the web on them. Franny can do whatever she wants. Like so they're not. Hey, I have one Xbox in one room and end of story. Like switch, you can do whatever the hell. So I might buy it. I'm I I'm. I want a bundle because I want I can't and extra controllers are eighty bucks, and that's yeah, well, the, the biggest thing. thing. Well, that's that's the thing though. Is it like what they give you? Because everything I was gonna buy because I thought you had to do that, or otherwise you had to just play with the Joy Cons. Mm-hmm. But it's not the case. Um, they also give you this little thingy. I don't want to walk over there because I'm attached to this. That's fine. But um, it's basically like a controller, like an Xbox controller, it's slightly smaller. But uh, when you're using it on the dock, you just slip the Joy Cons into it, and it becomes a controller. Yeah, and that's pretty awesome. And then me and Franny could still play because each controller is its own thing, which is pretty... Yep. They're tiny, but I've got little hands. Yep. No worries. <laughs> um, so I want that. I, but I would want to... This is just a personal self-control issue. I would want to buy the charging dot, like the charging controller that you slide them in. Yep. I'd want to buy the case to carry it in. I'd want to buy multiple games. I'd want to buy an extra set of Joy-Cons. There's cause... literally only three games No, right no, now. right now, four. yes. Right now, no. and all I would buy is Zelda, but I would want, like, when I go get it, because I am... Oh, no, because I go to Arizona so soon, nothing else. Maybe one more game will have came out, but nothing impressive, so I probably will still just get the one, but um, my I friend mean, bought one, two, Franny... six. Yeah, I was gonna say if you and Franny, you'd probably like be down with like one two switch. I would have bought one two switch if I had like people to play with, but I'm like, yeah, I don't really and see the point in buying it. Just play with myself. No, that's a good point. And I've I've started having way more people over. We've been playing that you don't know Jack game that we played when we came up to you. Yeah. So much with just anyone who comes over, we're like, hey, you want to play this while you're here? I know you're only in for 15 minutes, but how about <laughs> like I, that game's just which. They're coming out with one of those for the Switch. It's one of the uh, no release date yet games, and I'm uh, I stand by the point. So I'm gonna lead. I wanted I wanted to ask you how is Breath of the Wild? It's so it's good. Really, really good. The reviews, yeah, well, like no. the lowest review I've seen, is like a nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, it's like I I really really do like it. Um, sometimes like I was just talking to like this girl that I'm friends with, um, Elizabeth. And uh, she asked me, I'm like, it swings back and forth between being insanely frustrating and really awesome, but it's awesome more than it's frustrating. It just when it's frustrating, it's really fucking frustrating, and I'm just like, like I'm going to snap this snap. Like, have, you, have you died by lightning yet? No, not by lightning, but like there was, I even was telling uh, Raul that I worked with today, and he it made him want it, which I thought was weird, because I was, I was, it, was, it was not meant to be a happy story. I was like... Um, because it has rain, like real life and everything. Um, Quote, like basically, unquote. <laughs> it's, like, it's weather. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, and I had to climb, because basically the way, like, there's, uh, there's like, the spot that I'm in, or actually I just passed it, but, like, on the way to get to where I am now, there's, um, well, there's, like, well, from the, throughout the game, there's these shrines. Like, the first shrines are basically so you uh, get stuff to use in the actual game, like game mechanic things, like bombs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they become basically like just means because every four you can uh, either get another heart or you can get um, like a stamina upgrade or whatever. Um, Wait, so like, you do level up in this game? Like you build your character a little bit? Yeah, you do, you don't level up per se because I'm not like level five Link or anything. But, but it's but not like, like it's, it's not like like for example, you made the we everyone makes the comparison Skyrim where you like add these like yeah. 
tree things to you you don't do that right no yeah. okay um although you do i mean you get like uh I, I, apparently i was supposed to get like a quilted uh tunic somewhere that i didn't um so i still have to like do pepper stuff but yeah like i know like um, i'm definitely gonna get like different tunics and stuff where i go places um but yeah like uh i think the story i was telling raul was um because basically there's there was there's uh these it's dueling peaks i think it was called like mountain or something mm-hmm. um and there's shrines at the top of both peaks and um I was trying to get, for one thing, the climbing in and of itself is a pain in the ass. Because you only have so much stamina. So basically you have to, like, climb, 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 and try to get to some place where you can, like, rest. And Mm -hmm. then kind of get more stamina and climb, climb, climb. And if you don't, you basically just slide down mountains, which is really annoying. Um, But basically I was uh, on, it was nighttime, and I was on the mountainside, and I was in the little rest area. And it started raining, and I started to try to climb, and I started sliding down. And it just even says, like... Uh, rain makes surfaces slippery and difficult to climb. Like, well, son of a fucking bitch. So I literally had to go down into the little rest area, and I was just, I was like, I guess I have to wait out the rain because I don't know what the fuck to do. So, like, I just started chopping down trees <laughs> because I thought I thought I could uh, make a fire. I didn't find out until later that you need actual firewood to make a fire. So I wasted, like, several things of flint trying to make a fire because I was just like... Oh, that's kind of a like, bummer that it takes a special wood. Yeah, because my link was like freezing and like getting when, when you get as you get cold, you lose hearts. Like mm-hmm. it's basically you to death. And I'm just like, so I was trying to like keep him alive, and I couldn't do. I'm like, fuck my life. I was like, okay, I guess I just run around and just eat and keep eating because you make uh, you can like, basically you get materials to make food, and um, if you make them with hot peppers, uh, you get cold resistance and stuff. But you can still just make them and they have hearts and shit. And um, so I'm basically just eating food to keep myself alive, waiting for the rain to stop, and I can climb again. And I told Rebel, and he's just like, that's awesome. I'm like, it's not awesome at all. That was like, and it wasn't even that long. It was like probably like in real life, like five minutes. But it felt like a fucking eternity. I'm just like, I just want to move forward. Why won't let me move forward? It's that little attention to detail I like, though. Like, so the, did you, you know the trick around not getting struck by lightning, right? Yeah, just not having uh yeah, I, that was like my favorite part of the review I read. Like this guy just kept running through a fu- through a lightning storm and getting zapped to death, and he's like he couldn't figure out why. And then he's like, "Oh shit, my sword and shield are metal. Let me see if I unequip them." Hey, nothing touched me. Like it's it's the little stuff that makes me so excited. What's well, the thing? I almost never use my proper because like basically this is the first Zelda game I think uh, where like your weapons break and shit. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, there's a I durability myself- and you have to heal or um, um, forge them or strengthen them. No. Whatnot. Oh, no, they're what? fucked. Once they're what? gone, they're gone. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I find myself basically using crappy uh, weapons I steal from people that I kill. And um, instead of swords, like the clubs that like the bad guys use and shit, and like mm-hmm. the spears, like all basically all the bad guy weapons are my primary weapons. And like the only time I break out my other shit is if I'm against somebody that's like super tough. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, so I almost never have a sword to like get struck by lightning. And I only use like, the wooden shield for the same reason. So like, That's a bummer. I mean, it's it makes sense. Well, no, it doesn't make sense that you can't repair them. That would be the ultimate, and who knows if that's something they add in the future. But still, they might add it. Yes, but I'm I'm always curious because Nintendo's never really been the Wii U. Well, not even the Wii U. There was like four games that finally did like Nintendo cracked under pressure and made DLC. So I'm wondering how DLC heavy they're going to be on the Switch. Well, this one there's at least um, there's that expansion pass for Zelda. Mm-hmm. Where at start you get like three things, like three chests with like extra shit in them, and then I think in a couple months you get um, some other stuff, and then at Christmas I guess you get like a whole new story. Huh. 
I see, but you know, Skyrim's my favorite game ever. I don't even play the expansions. Like the game enough is is it's it covers it for me. I'm like, oh no, I, I didn't buy the expansions. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of stuff doesn't like Call of Duty and all that baloney where they keep adding maps and all this random nonsense. That makes sense, I guess, to me. I still don't spend money on it, but it makes sense to me. Whereas these big story games, it's like, okay, give me the story and I'm good. I've got the, I've got it. Last thing, if I buy some fucking miracle manage to finish it before christmas and want more mm-hmm. then yeah i'll get more but like right now i'm good i mean I'm, i don't i definitely don't even feel like i feel like i've already come a really long way but i feel mm-hmm. like i have like i feel like if you actually break this down where i am mm-hmm. it's probably like if the game is this i'm probably like here like i'm probably yeah. like over here still mm-hmm. it feels like i'm really really far because i've done a lot mm-hmm. like because like basically because i got off the great because you get to get, just to get off the great plateau you basically have to take down these like four shrines um, to get the abilities. So each one of those basically you have to do like a puzzle, and then across and basically you have to run across the countryside to get to all those different shrines. And then once you get off of that, you basically have to get into like Hyrule, and then you get to fucking find Kakariko Village, which is what I have. And I'm like, it sounds like a lot, but I honestly think in the grand scheme of the game, I've probably only done like at most probably like ten percent. Yeah, that's what I'm really curious about because they. So the map is like ten times the size of, uh, four times the size of Skyrim. Yeah. Um. So it's it's huge the map alone, but the storyline. So like Skyrim's map is big enough to entertain me for hours, but the storyline only took me six hours. So if I don't do side shit, I'm curious how big this game is. Like how long it's I can. It's still do pretty the, fucking big because the, the main I've been story. doing the story. That's all I've done. I actually did one side mission by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, I live for the side. That's all I do. I told you about the time in Skyrim where I didn't fight a dragon for like twelve hours, and then I was like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "You have to do the first mission." I'm like, what do you mean? No, I don't. I'm gonna go do what I want. And sure enough, I screwed myself over. I was super high level, so the first mission was a joke, but still depressing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's definitely like it's yeah no. Because I, mean, I did the side mission that was like um, this forest creature was like. Those bastards stole my maracas. Can you get my maracas back? I'm like, all right, fuck it. And it was like, side mission taken. I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, uh, so I walked over, killed the guys that had the maracas, brought the maracas back, and they were like, we can add, uh, it was like one more weapon slot. Oh, I didn't know that that's not true. They did not say that. They said, we can expand your weapon slots, your shield slots, or uh, I think it was like your material slots. I was like, expand my weapon slots. And expanded by one, I'm like, <laughs> you know the work I did to this? Like I had to kill like fucking four people for this. This took me five minutes of my time. Time is it's money, still. people. No, that's in silly. this game. Five minutes is forever. Okay, I guess so. Well, I'm 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 gonna bite probably. I'll probably buy it, and then I'll probably return it and wait for a bundle. But I'll I'll get a good taste of it on my way to Arizona. Indeed. Oh, give me you. Oh, there's so many things I wanted to ask you. Give me the skinny on Logan. No spoilers. I I always want spoilers. This is the one time I'm asking for no spoilers. Well, then what the fuck do you want me to tell you? How, just just is is it good? Yes, it is good. I would say of like the X Men films in general, I would say it's the third best. It's definitely the best Wolverine movie, but it's not a high bar. Exit Two, Day of Future Past, Logan. Yes. Okay. Okay. That okay. So I'll probably love it because I wasn't huge on Days of Futures Past. I liked it. It's definitely one of the better's, but it wasn't my. I was like, cool, this is fun. Um, like I, I liked First Class more than Days of Futures Past. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing to spoil, I, you probably already seen. 
because nobody saw the Deadpool opening coming. Oh, yeah. Nobody saw that coming. Like, literally the entire theater. That's why I think it was hilarious. Like, in the movie, I actually spoke with Kevin. I think we talked about it on the podcast. I went up today. Where, like, um, these fucking people in the theater were all like, it's like, oh, there's nothing after the credits. What the fuck? I just sat through for nothing. I'm like, they gave you a Deadpool thing to start with, yeah. you ungrateful prick. Like, well, that and there's nothing. The X-Men movies haven't always been known for that. They've done it a, yeah. a couple times, but that's not their repertoire. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck those people. I don't yeah, even know them, but fuck them. That's why. Oh, I saw my favorite thing. So at work, it's been very stressful-ish. It, like, I get stressed at work, and then when I, the minute, like, literally the minute it's time to clock out, I'm like, all right, and my smile goes on, fuck this place, and I go home. But at work, it's been super just annoying. So I saw on Facebook today, I saved the picture because I want to have it at all times to respond to my supervisor with. Um, it's from The Chappelle Show when he's working at the printer place. And hold on, I don't want to miss up the quote. Let me give you the quote. I want you to hear this. It's my favorite. Do 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 Uh oh. How do I find it is the better question. Albums? Oh download, there it is. Yeah, it's when he's working at the pop copy. <laughs> so the it's like a you me thing. So the question is why can't you be nice to people for one minute? And then it's Dave Chappelle going, Cause fuck 'em, that's why <laughs> And that's just my favorite thing ever. Cause we've been my so Jeff, the guy I record with, he's actually my supervisor. He's my boss. Oh, I know. So he's the one who has to give us, I keep telling him, he's the one who has to give us all the shitty news. Like, so for example, I don't know if their merch team now has to wear walkies, get register trained and do code ones. So I think they're moving towards that, but I don't think it's harm percent like a thing yet. That's what we're doing, which we're all pretty pissy about. So Jeff was just like, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm my manager, Phil, the manager, who's an amazing guy told he got told by his higher you know it's a chain and jeff was like don't yell at me i was like listen you're the only one we have to yell at fucker you're the one who's gonna get the brunt of this take just drop it when you walk out the door but unfortunately this is what you get so uh i've just been i've like the minute i walk in the door i've just been super pissy and then i come home and i'm fine and me and jeff talk about other random shit and then as soon as we get to work i'm just like fuck you now this is friendships on pause I'm team yell at Jeff. Yeah. Fuck Jeff. It's always Fuck good. Jeff and his stupid ass. Well, so, no, yes, no not, that's down. not how that goes. Okay. That's not how that goes at all. But it is at, how that goes. At my, work. It's me. No, not Fuck to Jeff. you. Not Fuck to you. Jeff and his stupid ass. No, no. He's going to do a podcast with us eventually. We're going to do all three of us, and I'm really excited about it. Just like I really want to do me, you, and Kevin Cardinal again. Yes, um, that almost happened. Yeah, and I'm really that was on me for not trying to plan it more, and I should have stayed an extra day, but I didn't feel good. And that no, just, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, but Kevin was just like, "Is is is Mills coming?" And I'm like, "Mills went home." He's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was just like, "We could." He was originally he, was, he said he was like, "He's like we can do a crossover episode." I'm just like, "Rock on!" And then it just like he was just like, "Yeah, so is Mills coming?" I'm like, "No." He's just like, oh, "All right." <laughs> we still definitely could. It would just have to be on Skype for the time being until I come there again, which. Um, we don't have, you know, come on, come on. We don't have any reason to go there, but then I want to do one with the three of us and I don't know what we would talk about, but we'll find something. Okay. I hate him with a fiery passion and I hope he dies slowly and painfully. You don't mean that. But yes, I do. You don't mean that. Yes, I do. 
But uh, you don't mean that. Mania is approaching in like a month. So if you want to do one for Mania, we can do one for Mania. Ooh, a wrestling one would be good. You guys both have the favorite. Your favorite wrestler is the same guy, so that's good. And Chris, well, not favorite wrestler, but Chris Jericho. Um, Chris Jericho is one of my top five. He's not my favorite wrestler, but five. A top five of a hundred wrestlers. That's considered a favorite. Top five of all time. I'm saying like of right now. It's by far Rollins, but... Well, yes, of course, right now it's Rollins. But I'm just saying, if you take a, a hundred samples and you pick out five of them and only call a few, you know, only a few are your favorites, that's still 5%. Those all count as your favorites. I'm not saying I don't love Chris Jericho. I'm just saying... Yeah, that's what like, you're, you're trying to say it. You're trying no, to say Jericho. it without Although saying it. Although last night, he's a contributor for, like, oh, God damn it. What'd he do? <laughs> uh, okay. Basically, this is the way the Goldberg... Uh, Kevin Owens match went. Mm-hmm. Uh, match, like, oh, sorry, they're both in the ring. Mm-hmm. Before the bell rings, KO jumps out of the ring and is basically was walking around playing mind games. Slides back in the ring, like, everything got to start, slides out, playing mind games. Yep. Finally, slides back in, Jericho's music hits, he's on the stage, and, like, I don't know why the referee would call for the bell when a guy's back is turned, but there you go. Um... He's looking at Chris Jericho while Chris Jericho smiles. He turns around, gets speared by Goldberg. Love it already. One, two, three. I was like, he just lost in 20 fucking seconds. He's been the champion. Almost identical to how Lesnar left? No, because that was 90 seconds at least. Jesus fucking Christ. You got a little bit out of that one. I mean, I still love that because. I know it's part of the story, and I don't even like wrestling, but the whole Jericho-Kevin Owens thing, I watched that video like 12 times, and I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. No, they could have run in. That would have been fine. I would have been okay in the middle of the match. Like, that's yeah. fine. The fact that I had to watch him lose in 20 fucking seconds hurts my balls. <laughs> that's wonderful. Um, what I'm hoping happens is that Brock beats him at Mania. Brock wins the title, and Finn Balor beats Brock. Oh, that would be, that would be cool. amazing. So that's what why it... on Instagram last night I put up a picture that uh, uh, somebody or that Finn Balor had posted on his thing that was uh, Finn art, mm-hmm. uh, was what he calls his fan art, where it was uh, the Demon King. It was like an old school tattoo style, and I put like hashtag save us because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I was like I literally like I even I even told Arianne because I was watching. She was like that's great. I'm like no, you don't get this. Like this is. I've been really enthusiastic with this company for like, I want to say like two years now, maybe yeah. three. We've been moving in a good direction. And now it's starting to plummet. Like it's starting to just kind of, the cliff is falling. I was like, we need Finn back. We need Rollins back. Who we knows? Need, like, maybe it'll bomb so hard you'll take a break from wrestling and we'll get to focus all our attention on comics and Nintendo Switch. I will never, dude. If I sat through all the crappy wrestling I did from like 2006 to like 2013, like the chances of me like not watching the product again are not great. A man can dream, okay. If I didn't fucking cancel the the network the night that Roman Reigns won the goddamn Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. when I almost like fucking threw something through my TV in rage, because he's the greatest like, wrestler of our time. But anyways, no, no, okay. I will say for for Reigns, like I don't hate him in his position. My problem is just it's the same fucking thing they did with John Cena, where it was like. They, put, they they basically put him on top and make him like the unstoppable badass. But on commentary, it's constantly like, 
Oh my God, the odds are stacked against him. <laughs> How will he do it? Will he do it? He's like, of course he fucking will. It's like anime. <laughs> it's like in Dragon Ball Z. It's like, next time on Dragon Ball Z, can Goku defy the odds? And it's like, yes, that yeah, he can. You don't have to play this up. I already know who's going to win. All right, well, what are your days off this week? Uh, Yesterday and Balls. Uh, Thursday. Okay, what hours do you work Saturday? I close, why? Balls. Well, actually, that might work. Because I'm trying to find... So, me and Jeff usually record on Fridays. What time do you work on Fridays? Uh, I close Friday as well. That's good as well. We usually record on Fridays in the morning. So, if you were to get up and, and record with us in the morning, totally doable. Saturday would be the same thing. Morning. Uh, he gets here around 9 maybe <laughs> i mean well i mean it doesn't have to be at nine he's usually here till noon so me and him could record our own episode and then when you wake up just be like hey i'm up and we'll be like okay shit let's switch over and then do an episode with you and about wrestling and mania whatever that'd be fun i mean i was hoping we would wait until it was closer to mania but all right that's well fine. okay we can wait no no that's fine we, that way we can because uh, jeff has three kids and he i helped him move this weekend so he just moved into a place so he's got plenty going on so we can postpone it but i was just thinking that would be that would be so okay we'll plan that i'll get i'll get in touch with him and just be like listen i know you got shit but next you know whenever saturday you're not doing nothing (laughs) patrick hates you with a fiery passion but he's agreed to work with you on this one occasion he doesn't hate you with a fiery passion he has a poor first impression that he refuses to let go of that's what I'll say. Those are my exact words. Uh, I was going to say something, and I got distracted. Fuck that guy. <laughs> hey, you can tell him yourself, because we're recording oh, right now. We're recording oh, right now. He's oh, already heard it. Uh, yeah, we're recording, and we're already 30 minutes deep, so we can play our games now. Well, if I had known you were recording, then, like, I wouldn't have let dead air happen. You wouldn't have said fuck that guy so many times? No, I I don't mind that, because fuck that guy. He's our main contributor. Jeff's amazing, and you love... You have no idea the amount of standing up for you I have to do to him, and now I have to do all this for him to you? This is horse shit. You're going to be adults. It was one thing. We're best friends. (laughs) He's not my best friend. Well, no, he's not your... It was the whole... Damn it. It was the whole thing and just yes we're all friends now so i'm not defending either of you to either of you anymore you can both get over it we're recording in um hold on when is mania uh 27 days from today it's i think it's uh april 2nd okay bring in the passion back we're recording in two weeks and you're gonna be civil I mean, that doesn't sound like me at all (laughs) well it's gonna be you you as you mr self-control you're gonna handle yourself all right, so let's play Who's Who, because we already got 30 minutes of gold. That's just a fact. <laughs> I did all the intro before you got here, and then I was like, I said I was going to call you and have just normal me and Pat combo, and, and now here we are. So it worked out surprisingly well, because um, usually you like don't have the headphones in yet, and someone has to get a drink, and it just worked out. So um, we can move on, because the last thing something I want to talk uh, the the end part's going to take more time than any of this. So... Oh my god, my famous movie pairs is already list is already so small. That's okay. I'll work on this again. Who's who? Ooh, okay. John Lennon, Paul McCartney. 
I'm clearly Lennon, and you're clearly McCartney. I don't know enough about them to defy this, but okay. <laughs> the cute, happy one, and oh, okay. like the more like fucking the like, depressed serious... guy who's into Asians. I'm not even that into Asians. Yours, yeah, but okay, okay. So when you have to say I'm not even that into Asians implies there's definitely a part of you that's oh, I no, no. Into them. Well, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I love <laughs> all people, all women of all types and shapes and sizes. I'm sorry that I'm not you. The Asian that ones just kind of stick race. out. Though. I'm sorry. The Asian ones just stick out to you is all. Just not that much, but they're definitely a little, a little f- feistier for you. Whatever. That's cool. I mean, I prefer like the Latin ones if we're going for like a race thing. No, that's but, actually uh, totally me too. It's it's a hundred percent like like Brazilian and Colombian ladies. Oh, oh man, oh, I'm wearing boxers right now, and if I'm not careful, you're gonna see some things you're not prepared for. All right, so let's no, keep no, let's keep the talk it's, down. It's, it's it's barely above average, so I'm sure that, I'll be fine. Doesn't take much to poke out of these shorts, okay? <laughs> it's still happening. I mean, you're uh, sitting down, so I think we'll be fine. Am I, Patrick? <laughs> no i'm not gonna stand up because i'm uncomfortable but okay fine no you're john lennon i'm paul mccartney that's cool they're both they're neither of them are the best beetle and they're both awesome so i'll take it yeah i would i would say george is the best beagle beetle but yeah. uh actually I, I read a or heard a really cool thing paul mccartney was on the colbert show i tell this to everyone so i've probably told it to you already um the way the beatles worked back for all of their career together that they whoever wrote a song would pitch it to the other three and if every single one of them didn't agree it didn't go on the album no matter what like even if Ringo was just like guys I'm not really feeling it they're like scrap the shit moving on like it didn't matter so that's amazing that's just a really cool story about how they work together I like it well that was like I uh, I had to argue because um, there was one time recently where it was uh, Ace and Morris and the Mess uh we, we basically it's like it's it's a lot of my local friends in one band mm-hmm. and um they have a lot of friends that came who also i really like many of them as well and like when i basically tried to make the argument that uh ringo was the shittiest beetle everybody was like fucking like coming at me with pitchforks I'm like you know what like of the four of them you're saying ringo's not the shittiest <laughs> beetle are you fucking kidding me right now like i will argue that there's a runoff between uh, George and John, I will argue that some people might even put Paul at the top of that list. I don't know why they would do it, but I understand. Wings, We're man. Saying Wings. Nobody, nobody would say Ringo was the best Beatle. I don't no. care any of you fucking hipster people. Fuck you all. <laughs> it's like the the interview they had where they're like, is Ringo the best drummer in the world? And John's like, Ringo's not even the best drummer in the band. <laughs> I mean, he later said it was a joke, but still, it's just a funny sentiment that it's like, come on, guys. It's just He's just Ringo. Just don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> all right, who's who? SpongeBob and Patrick. I'm. Oh God, I don't even want to say. <laughs> fuck, that's. You gotta say I'm Squidward. I'm clearly Squidward. Okay, really. yes, but I didn't about. ask if you were Squidward. I and I'm more likely Mr. Krabs than any of the other ones, but that's not here or there. Who's who? SpongeBob and Patrick. I guess I'm my namesake. Nice. I guess. It's not an insult because one's not smarter than the other, and it's just like dull self awareness versus positive idiocy. So <laughs> we'll take it. Oh, gosh, I love being SpongeBob SquarePants. Um, oh, did you listen to the end of the last podcast? By the way, just the end of it. Maybe I don't know. It was days ago. Uh, yeah, the, I put in uh, "Careless Whisper" at the end. 
Oh yes, yes, yes. okay. It was <laughs> such a good, just like smooth out play out. I was really happy with it. Anyways, who's who? Oh, okay, okay. So, so I know who you're gonna say you are immediately, and it totally makes sense. But I'm gonna ask you for you to justify why I'm the other person, not exact pers- characters, just like overall ideals. Who's who? Werewolf, vampire. Uh, I mean, I would I like to be a vampire? Yes. But I'm way more likely to be a werewolf, and because of my unyielding rage, uh, my like irrational behavior. How does that not count as the rage? How does that fall under the rage banner? Because rage is contain. Like when I get really mad at something, I get mad at that one thing. Your irrational behavior carries through day after day after day after day. Hold on, I've got three more. After day after day after day. So that's why I separated the two. Have you ever seen uh, Pee Wee's? You've seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And knitting. And, <laughs> and knitting. And knitting. Uh, I like it. Um, and vampire, I guess, because you're like all it's the same reason as like the Paul thing, where you're all like cute. So like you look like one of the va- you look it. one of the vampires in the Lost Boys. Ooh, ooh! If I get to be a Lost Boys vampire, I'm all in. They were so cool. They were the cool kids of the vampire group. <laughs> Yeah, but you're more like if uh, if Corey Haynes' character became a vampire. No, no, I'm not Corey Haynes. He's still very good looking, and yeah, you're clearly Fair. Corey Haynes. <laughs> I guess. Feld- Wait, oh god, maybe I'm confusing Corey's. Which one had black hair, which one had lighter hair? They both had the exact same color hair. No. Uh, Who got Hayden fat? Was- well, one of them died. <laughs> uh, Corey Feldman? Hayden- I think it's Feldman no. that died. Feldman, okay, Feldman is still alive. Hold on, Corey I have Hayden the internet. Died. Corey. I already know the answer. Too late. <laughs> okay, so Corey Hames is the lighter-haired one, like the blonde-haired one. Corey Feldman is the freaking Michael Jackson impersonator. Yes, but he did many things before that. <laughs> yeah, but that's all we know. So wait, which one no. did you call me? You're Corey Feldman, or I'm sorry, you're Corey Haim in Lost Boys. I actually have a picture of him in Lost Boys right here. I'll take it. Yes, because he's like the goofy, ridiculous one. So, yes, if he became a vampire, you'd be him. Like, well, either way. Uh, also, your well, I guess we both have the eternal youth thing going, so I guess we can't. Yeah, we both our- still look young for our ages, but except the gray hairs on you, unnoticeable. And that's just because you diet a lot, and it's not really. I mean, I don't think it's genetic. Maybe it is. I don't know what your family's like. It is yeah. genetic. <laughs> I'm hoping my gray hairs start coming through soon. I, I want to have that salt and peppered look like Ryan Reynolds now. He's such a hunk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it at all, but sadly it's my life. Oh, okay. No, no, my, my own hair. Oh, you're got it. I like your hair because it does that immediate stand-up thing. It's really... It, well, it, yes. I, that's, I think that's cool. I don't know why. I just think it's a... Because you could do so... My hair's so flat that when I get... Oh, by the way, shouts out. Mm, mm, I'm cutting my hair this week, and I'm having like a panic attack about it, but it's okay. No, Kevin, I refuse to allow that. <laughs> I, I said I would grow it back to the length I had it. I think I'm past high school length or i'm right around it i'm hovering right around the length i had in high school and i just it's this is what i do i just and i'm i just i got to i've had i told franny with such confidence you know what i'm ready because she likes the short hair i'm like you know what i'm ready let's get the haircut schedule it she's like okay cool literally the next day i'm like (gasps) (laughs) oh my god oh my god so it's not gonna be easy i know i'm gonna immediately regret it but i will look handsomer and franny will be more inclined to touch my peen and that's what it's all about 
So um, I I literally I almost cut mine the other day. I was almost I was gonna almost cut it off, and I was just like, a it's still cold, like it swung back to being cold again. True. And b like it's not only at a length where I don't have to, I, I still have to, I it's, it's at a length where I, I I would feel comfortable shaving it because I do have to worry about like if it actually is standing up properly or if it's like mm-hmm. lopsided because it gets that way sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like it's not at a length where it's like I have to worry about it constantly doing that. Yeah. So like once it gets to that length is when I shave it off. So probably like about another month, I'll let it keep growing. Why don't you just go get an actual haircut? I don't do that. I haven't done that. I know, but I hate shaved head, Patrick. It's so, it just catches me off guard every time. I know what to expect, but I never expect (laughs) it. Uh, I mean, I I don't care what people think, so there's that. That's true. I'm calling you (laughs) Uncle Fester, though. Whatever. I like Uncle Fester. Okay, yeah, damn it. That is a really good character. (laughs) <laughs> if anything i'm probably closer to being uh gomez but like well, we'll whatever do, I like we'll, we'll do a adam's family i'll create an adam's family who's who and we'll have fun with that uh all right well that's three count it three um right werewolf and and spongebob and yeah john lennon yes three of them so but yeah, I do have like basically wolfman hair. Like if you looked at you like have, my if, if you went and got the sides taken down, you have Wolverine's. You have Hugh Jackman's yes. hair. It's well, perfect. Yeah, that is true. No, because even if you actually if it does this like on its own. Mm-hmm. So like I've considered being Wolverine um, for Halloween before. I'm like it's already basically there, but I just I don't actually end up doing it. But yeah, no. If you look or at just like do it um, for the ladies, Patrick. I can I right now I'm basically I'm purposely living a monk like existence because every <laughs> fucking time that I get in a relationship it just crashes and burns and I'd rather not that didn't occur again. That's fair. Um but uh but no, like if you look at like the original like Lon Chaney uh Wolfman, it's the exact same hair. Like, we have the exact same fucking hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's neither here nor there. This isn't about your hair, Patrick. Although I kinda made it that way. It really does. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I got going for me, Wolverine or uh, werewolf style, is I've got hair like all the way up to my eyes, and that's kind of annoying. But either way, okay, let's move on to who would win in a fight. Uh, actually, while we're on the topic of hair, last thing: my hair on my legs make out like perfect assless chaps, <laughs> like right at the top of my thighs. They swoop, they like swoop down, go up the sides of my legs, and then swoop under my butt cheeks. It's assless chaps with hair. Why does everybody say assless chaps? There's a kind of chaps that has asses to them. When all you, chaps are literally just a leg. Part. When you That's grow like, up <laughs> and you learn that it's only one thing, you can't be judged for continuing to call it that one thing. It's like it's like when I yet when I freak out on Kevin Smith for calling him Dormammu, and he's like, "Well, that's how I say it." I'm like, "No, it's not how you." But now I guess I have to be more understanding because I say assless chaps because I'm wearing a pair at all times. Uh, <laughs> so for the third time let's move into who would win in a fight um uh, i've got so many comic book characters one still let's just get through those no we'll do three comic book characters and one uh, uh random one who would win in a fight luke cage versus iron fist the two brothers <laughs> Um, well, I mean, Iron Fist is definitely a much more skilled fighter, so I mean, I feel like there's no way that Iron Fist would lose that fight. But Luke Cage has unbreakable skin and super strength. Yeah, and but Iron I, Fist I has. Can here's my question: Can Iron Fist okay. use the Iron Fist punch over and over again? 
I mean, he could even if he used it once. Like that's the whole thing is like there is like a story of the original. Not sorry, not the, not the original Secret War, but um, the Secret War Bendis did uh, with Gabrielle uh, Delato. Um, the part of the whole thing was that basically there was like I think they used it. Yeah, they used it kind of to some extent in um, Jessica Jones as well. We're basically like, yeah, he's unbreakable skin, but if you like cause damage to the inside, like with a, like a serious concussive force. Yeah, they played that. Did, yeah, they played yeah. that in the show with the shotgun. There's a comic one you were telling me about. Yeah. So like, really? So like, if he just like fucking goes full Iron Fist, like, doesn't matter. His skin is unbreakable. He can still basically kill him right then. Will there. Luke Cage get to him before Iron Fist gets it, or is Iron Fist that good of a fighter? Iron Fist is that good. I think the only better fighter in uh, Marvel Comics that I can think of is maybe uh, Shang Chi. I mean, because the name of his book is Master of Kung Fu. Yeah. So like, well, and we've said, we've talked about this a, a dozen times. I still put Daredevil at the top of the list. No, he's up there. But I mean, Iron Fist is even like I think even uh, Matt. I think it was during Brubaker's run uh, acknowledged that Danny's better than he is. <laughs> like, so like I mean. It's that that's the character saying it. So I mean, oh, there yeah. you go. That's neither here nor there. Fine. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. I give it to Iron Fist. I'm really excited to see how they use that in the show and not make it look corny. I think it's gonna be amazing. I don't understand why people think it's. It's. I don't think it's corny ever. Like, well, because it's, it's, it's fucking... gonna be. It's gonna be the first character in the Netflix MCU that has like a very it's still the MCU. It's all the MCU. <laughs> yeah, but they're saying they're not gonna mix it up. They're saying they're not going to touch, so I'm going to call it the Netflix MCU. Uh, he's the first character with, like, the... I don't want to call it a gimmick, but the colorful show of power. So, Luke Cage, super strong, unbreakable skin. He just walks through walls. Jessica Jones, similar thing, and she can jump. Daredevil is just a super martial artist in the red suit. Like, his, he's got this big tattoo, and his fist glows when he goes to punch things. When you compare it to, like, the super, like, dark and dreary netflix mcu and you throw in this cartoony niche to it this comic niche to it you can it can kind of pull you out of it if they don't do it super uh i don't think that like luke cage wasn't super dark luke cage was basically like black exploitation just like in the marvel universe oh, like, okay. i don't think that was that dark <laughs> not dark but like okay for just example just color palette if we're talking just color palette of the shows dark i still think luke cage is a, luke cage is a pretty like that had a pretty strong color palette. Like it wasn't. It's, it was. It it's was, it was very colorful. It's night most of the time. It's shadowy. It's play. It plays in the cl- in like inside the club and stuff like that. Yeah. So when you take that feel, especially Daredevil and Jessica Jones, um, it's like it's almost like as if they had made Purple Man actually purple. It would have kind of pulled you out just a little bit. We would have loved it, of course. I think because when his in the final or the twelfth episode, his yeah, skin started there. to do that purple. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, they're gonna do it, but they didn't because it. It would be a little so if they you know do the super overly CGI'd glowing fist thing and you're just kind of like oh that's silly. Whereas if opposed to the way I picture it is like um kind of the way they did the bad guys in Iron Man three like under their skin starts to get on fire and stuff. If they do it like that, I'm just wondering how they're going to and if I'm going to say wow that was corny or holy shit that looks amazing. Well, I feel like it won't. They probably won't break out the actual like powers till towards the end because yeah. like they, in the trailer we, they we, just show that wall going out. Not even the trailer. Like they showed us like a bunch from. Uh, they showed us a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they showed that whole fight scene in the hallway. True. With, true. Uh, at New York Con. So mm-hmm. like, as I'm saying, like I feel like there's gonna be tons of fighting without the Iron Fist. And yeah. Then, like I feel like the, the Iron Fist won't come out till the end. 
They'll save it, yeah. Because, well, they show, the only thing I can think of is, I, they show a glowing fist, I want to say, but I might be wrong in the second one. But they show the uh, wall getting punched out. And you're like, oh, that was cool. I wonder if they're going to play that up. So how many times they use it will be cool. And what they do with that, I'm I'm just interested. I'm, I'm just curious. And it's going to be amazing. Did they say who the bad guy is? Uh, I mean, it was that guy when we like we were watching. Oh, the, the one who's going to kill him in his sleep. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that'll be the good. one that was the uh, the one that was the storyteller in Three Hundred. Yes, and he's Foramir in Lord of the Rings. Yes, Faramir. Yep. Um. So okay, moving on. Who would win in a fight, the Silver Surfer or the Green Lantern? That happened in the fucking Marvel vs. DC thing, and I want to point out that really pisses me off. Because in Marvel vs. <laughs> DC, they did it in, like, three panels, and, like, Silver Surfer just takes them out right away. I'm like, what? okay, first of all, yes, the power cosmic might trump a single Green Lantern's power, fine, but, like, it would still be more than just basically, like, three, three, panels. three panels. That really pissed me off. <laughs> what? So, so, did Green Lantern even get a hit? No, that's the whole thing. I mean, granted, you could argue it was Kyle, and he was the most inexperienced uh, Lantern, mm-hmm. but it still pisses me off. Like, when I was a kid, I, it pissed me off when I was a kid. I was like, I had this in front of me, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> and it was just like, um, I literally said that to my brother. And then, like... Um, Patrick, you're only six years old. Don't use that language. Fuck you, man. <laughs> I'm really pissed right now. <laughs> I can't remember how old I was, but I was definitely, like, I was really young, but I was still like, what the fuck is this shit? And then, um, I remember also I said the same thing with... Uh, the uh, Aquaman Namor fight, which was um, it was it was four panels. It was like a page of like four panels, mm-hmm. and it was done. And I honestly don't remember who beat who because all I did was drop a fucking whale on the other. And I was just like, that could have been the most epic fucking fight in this entire fucking series. But no, you pushed out. You have yeah. no balls. So this is what we are. What's what we're left with? So like, I definitely think yeah, like Silver Surfer and the Power Cosmic would win. But like, I definitely think that he would put up that any Green Lantern, whether it be John Stewart, Kyle Rayner. Hal Jordan, Kilo, whatever the fuck, Simon Baz, any of them would put up more of a fight before being taken down with the Power Cosmic. Because Power Cosmic is hardcore. Yeah. But like the That's fucking... also the most powerful weapon in the universe as far as DC's concerned. Yes. Huh. If I I have I don't really contribute it to these as far as who I would pick very often. But I just I I love the Silver Surfer so much I just can't see him losing. Like in any creative instance, I just can't see it happening. But I mean, I would I would love to be able to say the Green Lantern win. But I mean, mm. I don't think they would. But I do like I prefer Green Lantern as a okay. Character. Well, if you were to write a story, who would you have win? Like, would well, you saying, would you pick would Green Lantern have... in your own story, but then do something clever? No. I I still say like the power cosmic trumps yeah uh, Green Lantern's light, but we don't use like... the word Trump around here, Patrick. <laughs> um, but I do feel like. Um, Green Lantern would definitely put up more of a fight. Like it wouldn't just be a fucking like two second fucking fight. It would be yeah. a pretty epic battle. Yeah. Okay. Well, that one's fair. Um. So we have two definitives. That's kind of cool. Uh, the last one is one that Jeff came up with me, and I don't, I don't know how you'll be able to pick the winner, but let's see what happens. Metallica versus Guns N' Roses. <laughs> don't give me that face. You got to pick one. I mean, in terms of music, I'd nope. rather listen to Metallica. Physical, <laughs> physical feats of strength against each other. You've got Cracked Out Slash, yeah, Axl I say, I Rose. Definitely, I definitely think that Guns N' Roses, like, I mean, Axl alone is a crazy, scrappy motherfucker. Um, 
And I mean, the the, the majority of the dudes in that band, I feel like it's not even a contest. Like, I feel like Guns N' Roses shared Metallica in an actual what? fight. Like, no, I mean, I, I love Metallica, but I'm like, Lars, kind of a dandy. No, La- uh, Lars and Kirk Hammett are bitches, but James Hetfield's like six foot five and a monster. And have you seen their bassist? Robert Trujillo. Well, yeah, it's still like two versus like, I would definitely say Axel's the forefront. Yeah. Uh, I would say, I would say Steven Adler, the former drummer would be definitely on there. Mm-hmm. I would say Izzy would definitely be on there. Um, While so it's Slash like... and Kirk Hammett have a slap fight. <laughs> well, I mean, I, Slash seems like he could and, probably. And Lars just right. runs away going, I'm going to sue you. I'm going <laughs> to sue you. But yeah, I feel like fucking. I feel like that's not even a fucking contest. I feel like in a physical battle, Guns N' Roses would take the shit out of Metallica. But I mean, Metallica still. I mean, okay. Guns N' Roses wrote Appetite for Destruction. Yes. Great record. One of the best records ever. One of my Phenomenal, favorite records yeah. ever. But. Metallica made Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, mm-hmm. Master of Puppets. The shortest drama. Uh, or what what album was that on? I can't remember. But one. uh but yeah. the album one was on. Basically everything Oh, um And this is for all. That was yes, actually what that's I was trying it. to think of. Yes. Basically everything prior to Black Album, they created all of that. And well, that's... even the Black Album, even the Black Album, I have to defend that album because it has you know, even the Black Album continue what you were saying. I okay. I okay. When I first heard, it's, it's kind of like the Batman situation, where it's like, would I have read comics my entire life if it hadn't been for Tim Burton's Batman? Probably not. Maybe not. I don't know. It's impossible to say. Um, would I have listened to metal my whole life if it hadn't been for the Black Album? Probably not. Who who knows? You're like who's to say? But as somebody who has listened to metal in my no, whole life, see, and who has listened to those first five albums, like I can't listen to the Black Album and be like, "This is anything." This but other, is where we like, differ so dramatically. If I <laughs> smile at one thing, I am going to smile at that for the rest of my life, unwavering. So the very first song I ever heard by Metallica was "The Unforgiven 2, which a lot of people say is worse than one, and they don't even say it's one of the better songs. But that's neither here nor there. The Unforgiven Two is on load. It's not on. It's on. It's the Unforgiven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh. Which is much later. Load came like uh, it was like their early, sixth, late late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I to this day, like I, I fully admit, it is not one of their better songs at all. But I will never not. That's still probably my th- top three favorite songs by Metallica of all time because I won't shake it. It's kind of like how I joke all the time about the Mario Brothers movie being good because when I was seven years old, it was good. It was ex- it was silly. So I'm not gonna let go. I don't care that it's a bad well, movie. No. That's like me with like Howard the Duck. Like the reason that I haven't watched Howard the Duck again because I remember it being amazing. Mm-hmm. I saw it when I was like five, and like my brother has watched it since. And he was like, "Don't watch it again, dude." He's like, "It'll ruin everything in your head." And I was like, "But Monster Squad is still good." He's like, "Yes, because Monster Squad is actually really, really well written, like, and actually really well directed. Like, yeah. this is a piece of shit." <laughs> and I was just like, "All right, fair enough. I'll just keep the memories." Um, so yeah, I get it, but at the same time, it's just like. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, like, I remember, like, being really excited by, like, The Unforgiven mm-hmm. and, like, but I'm saying, like, now that I've, like, listened to all those Metallica albums, I'm like, would I rather listen to The Unforgiven or, um... Creeping uh, Death. What the fuck is it called? Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, but there's a song, ah... Uh, the God That Failed? That's a good song. No, the one, the, the one that's about suicide. Oh, uh, oh, man, don't do this to me. Um... Is it Fade I, to Black? Yes. Okay. Uh, or yeah, for whom the bell tolls was that one about suicide? 
No, no, no it's fade to black. It's fade to black. Uh, who I rather listen to like that ballad or that ballad? I'd rather listen to the earlier ballad. Like everything on the black album is basically like a like a watered down, softened version of something they've already done. Well, that's how their and, whole career went. It just slowly went more and more yes, watered yes, down. But that doesn't. It, I we just differ on our ability to continue to love. I'm not saying you don't still love it, but you definitely. As you experience more stuff, stuff slides off lists. Whereas for me, it just adds to lists. That's where we differ. What's the thing? It's like, I think the only band I've actually like stuck with is uh, AFI. I mean, even the Blood Album, the new record, I'm like, it's okay. It's like I had the same problem with Burials. I'm like, it's okay. I just miss, like, used to be, like, AFI, mm-hmm. like, every couple albums would be, like, this huge leap forward. Like, their first couple records were, like, um, hardcore, but it bordered on, like, almost pop punky. And then they, like, leap leapt forward with this really dark hardcore. And then they kind of moved even further forward, like, this really, like, dark metal-influenced hardcore. Mm. And then they jumped way forward, like, with Sing the Sorrow, where it was basically taking all that stuff they had already done and also adding all these, like, goth elements, like, to Cure and stuff. And then, like, December Underground kind of pushed that forward. And then it's like ever since then they've kind of just been doing they they they, they haven't like hugely pushed forward since Crash Love, like Crash Love didn't set anything with the two records preceded it, but everything since mm-hmm. sounds exactly the same as what you'd expect. And I was just like I don't dislike those records. It's like my friend uh, Timmy Fisher. I don't know if he listens to this one. I know he listens to Good to Punksters. Um, Punk ass but, Timmy. <laughs> but he uh, texted me like when Blood Album came out before I actually heard it. He was like, it's so good. And so when I listen to it, I'm like, I see why he would say that, but I'm like, at this point, it's like, it's fine. But like, if I am going to listen to AFI, I'm not going to listen to this. Like, I'm going to listen to one of the earlier records. And it's not like it's a slight on this. Like, it's fine. Like, Mm -hmm. if you put it on, I will not tell you to turn it off. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if given the choice between like this and like Black Sails, like this and Sigma Sorrow, or like this and Shut Your Mouth and Open Your Eyes, like whatever, I'm going to choose one of those more than I'm going to choose this. Yeah, well, different strokes for different folks, Patrick, and you're just insane. Uh, All right, so enough with our games. We had our fun. Now, the last thing, which is when we talk about science facts, I kind of, I have facts about what happened, but I wanted to tell you about a dream I had earlier. It was insane. It wasn't, so it's not a dream at all. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? Uh, I've heard about it, but no, I've not personally I've experienced it many times, and I have no idea if this is what had I had happened to me today or not. So, so today, after I remember, I texted you and said I've been napping. The way I woke up from my nap was the most effed up thing in the whole. I don't know why I censored myself there, but that's neither here nor there. It was the most <laughs> effed up thing I'd had happen in a long time. So, sleep sleep paralysis. What it is is your body wakes up. Or no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Your brain wakes up, your eyes open, and shit, yours normal, but your body is still completely out, and you can't move it. Sorry, say your thing. You know what's funny? That actually your transition is actually perfect, because mm-hmm. the way I actually found out about sleep paralysis and like night terrors and shit was AFI have a hidden track. I think it was on, um, uh, I can't remember what record it was on. I want to say Sigma Sorrow, mm-hmm. um, but it might be wrong. Uh, but it was. it's called uh, It's Dream of Waking, and it's about like sleep paralysis and night terrors, and I'm just like, so just a weird transition you made, but yeah, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> it's just I'm the king of segways, I guess. Um, so what? So what it is is yes, your your. Sorry, Franny was texting me. Um, she just got home. Your body stays asleep, and I'll explain that in a minute. And your mind wakes up. Sometimes you open your eyes, sometimes you don't. 
Uh, so what it is is when you enter like REM sleep, like the really deep, what actually helps you sleep, your brain tells your body to calm down, your your muscles to relax and just completely shut off. And they, it does that so that you don't flail and destroy everything around you and hurt your body. Um, and it's called atonia. I think I'm pronouncing that right. A-T-O-N-I-A. Um, and that's super important. And if you have, if something goes wrong with that system, that's what causes sleepwalking and all that kind of random bullshit that people, you know, night terrors, like you're saying, where they're throwing themselves around. So it can, so this is where I'm not sure if I was dreaming or if I was going through another form of sleep paralysis. So sleep paralysis can cause hallucinations. And maybe I was having one. Maybe I wasn't. No way of knowing. And what had happened was, so I was sleeping on the couch. My favorite thing, when Franny's not home, I, I don't like being alone. I'm not good at it. I just need friends and family around me at all times. So what I usually end up doing is getting a thousand blankets, cuddling up on the couch, and putting the office on. I can't explain why. Maybe it's like my mild depression. Maybe it's my inability to be left alone. Maybe it's my separation anxiety from my wife because Patrick knows how close me and my wife are. I don't know. But that's what I do. So I was like, screw it. I did it. So I, I did. I ate my, I had like leftovers for lunch and I decided to lay down and take a nap. And I, I woke, so I didn't wake up, but I woke up and I, in the exact same place I was sleeping, I was like lit, tucked over. There was like three blankets under me, one on top of me. I was like in like a little nest. And I woke up, but my body wasn't, I couldn't move. Like I, I couldn't move at all. And I was like, what the, sh- what's going on? I felt like I had been drugged. Like I literally felt sedated. And then Franny was there. So this is where I don't know if it was hallucination or a dream. Franny was there telling me to wake up. I was like, okay, I'm going to wake up. And I still nothing. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll wake up. I wasn't responding to her, but this was all happening in my head. And, uh, all of a sudden I could kind of move. Like I could, like, I could like roll you know, kind of like force my body over and I fell off the couch and I laid face down. And then she was like, are you okay? Do you need my help? Obviously, yes, I need some help. I'm on the floor. But (laughs) this is where it was either dream or hallucination. And she's just like, let me know if you need anything. And she left again and I couldn't get up. And then flash to a few seconds later and I'm stuck back on the couch, unmovable. And I couldn't do anything. And I was just like, I don't... Wow, you know, I kind of look like Seth Rollins right now with the beard and hair. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at my video of me, and I like from how far, and I've got the little, not the bit, you know, just the li- It kind of looks like Seth Rollins. So, anyways, and that freaked me out again. And then this time, she came in. Hey, get up. It's time to, you know, time to wake up. Because that's what she does. I always take naps throughout the day. I don't know why. It wasn't something I used to do. And this time, I started to nudge myself, and I went over the back of the couch and just flopped off and fell on the ground and she came back out and she was like do you, do you need help yes i clear <laughs> but i wasn't saying anything and i i like tried to lift myself up my arms wouldn't work my legs wouldn't work but my torso could kind of like slither and then um and then flash you know another you don't have time in dreams but flash a little bit and i was back on the couch numb again and this time i i this time i know i wasn't dreaming i was actually awake or hallucinating and uh, I started slowly to pick my hand up to my chest. And like, I was so scared. Was I in another dream or was this real? That I don't know if I was purposely slowing myself down or not, but I couldn't move my arm up to me. And then I like touched my face and I was like, oh my God, okay, good. This is happening. And I like slowly lifted my body up, like sat, like uh, picked the recliner up because I was laying sideways across. So I got into the laid out recliner and then slowly lifted it up. 
And then I finally realized, like, it took until I was fully vertical to go, what, what, what just, what, it felt like an hour. Like, what did, what was I just doing? And I was, it freaked me the hell out. I didn't know what was going on. You've never had anything, you've never experienced, like, any sleep paralysis? Um, I know you've got, really, like, basic insomnia to the nth degree, the but. It's the thing that you're talking about, like, the thing, but, like, where basically it goes from, like, a REM, it's, it's basically, it's, it's basically if you go kind of too deep in a that's a problem. I almost never get to REM. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. It's well, like, so yeah. as I was reading about it, one of the causes of it is sleep deprivation. So that's why I was so interested in if it had ever happened to you. What's the thing, though, is like, because I, I, can, I can fall asleep. So like most of the time I can mm-hmm. fall asleep. I just don't stay asleep because mm-hmm. my brain just doesn't let me, to, let me, let yeah. me do that. So it's like I just don't have restful sleep ever. So like I, but I mean, I, it's really like, it's like it's, okay, I mean, um, it's like when – um. You guys were here, you and Franny and like Justin and everything. It's like I was completely aware of everybody around me because like I was just like I'm always in a state of like half awake, half asleep. Mm-hmm. I just choose not to acknowledge it because I'm just like I don't want to be like because if I actually start like talking, then I won't even be in that state anymore. I'll just be fully awake. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it came from being fucked with enough like when I was younger that like because like, I used to sleep like a fucking rock, mm-hmm. and then like enough people fuck with you and like while you're asleep, but eventually you just like at least I. Where just like I'm constantly fucking like on the edge of like you're like a shark. You sleep with one eye open. Your half your brain goes much. to sleep, and the other half takes watch duty. Pretty much, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it freaked me out. To I can't even begin to explain how weird I felt afterwards. And I've been super paranoid all day. I've been like, what was that? So I read a little bit about it, and it's just a natural thing. Can happen to anybody. It's when you're. It's basically your body, the atonia portion of sleep. Uh, it just forgets to turn that off, basically. It's just like, okay, wake up. Oh, shit, I left this. You know, I I forgot to turn the hot water on. Now I got to take a cold shower. Like, your, body, your brain just continues on like it's a normal fucking day. It doesn't decide to tell your body what it's actually doing. Um, and you can't, so, uh, supposedly, there's no way to learn how to wake up. Like, if you experience this, you're screwed. It can last seconds to minutes. It's just deal with it. Um, it is most common among young adults and people with mess with a history of mental illness i'm a young adult i don't really have a history of mental illness that i'm aware of um but yeah the best way to avoid it is just sleeping more so i guess don't take naps but no sleeping more naps aren't sleeping more why did it happen to me then happens uh, dude like you, i mean that thing is like that kind of thing you can't really control so uh, i mean it is what it is yeah and they so i apparently in fairness is... i don't take naps because naps make my fucking sleep like even worse yeah like, the, only I, the, only time, the only way i nap is like basically um it's like this thing i actually heard i think it was like salvador dolly used to do where he would basically like be in a chair and then close his eyes and kind of like relax and have a fork in his hand and a plate beneath that fork mm-hmm. and he would like kind of do his thing and the second that the fork hit the plate like he basically completely lost like he went down mm-hmm. he would wake up and that would be good because basically you could like a, just a quick recharge and you're good that's the only way i nap is like mm-hmm. basically like i'll be do like basically like, let's say i'm like watching um, so like something on Netflix or on the CW, like whatever. Um, one of the apps on my Xbox, and like the commercial comes on, and I'm really tired. I'll just be like, I'll do that for a second, and then I'll hear it come back on, and I'll just click right out of it. You're like, so, hey, uh, I'm awake. <laughs> exactly, because it's like I do, but it's like whenever like the only times I ever like fucking go and like lay down is if I didn't sleep at all the night before, and like yeah. I'll like sit down, I'll, like I'll lay down to like sleep like an hour, yeah. and then get up. Yeah. Um, so I was looking into it, it, the history of it, it's been going on for years. There's like, uh, uh, clinical observations from back in the 1600s about a woman who had these and they called them, uh, that's where the term nightmare came from. Uh, 
and what they believed it was was a demon was keeping you awake or was keeping you pinned down like you'd wake up and a demon was was there keeping your body shut so there's a bunch of like there's pictures here there's a ton of like sculptures and paintings some of them look pretty intense of like people passed out and this little like troll looking goblin demon just hunched over on their stomach like fuck you man you're staying you ain't going See, nowhere. <laughs> demons don't. I've always been terrified of demons because I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. But like demons don't fuck with me. Like I know they fuck people I know. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the, according to the stories they've told, and I believe them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my case, I'm already so fucked up and corrupted that it's like it would be fucking pointless. It basically would be like sure, come on in, to sell jo- <laughs> join <laughs> the group. <laughs> it's like me trying to sell encyclopedias to a man who already has five sets of encyclopedias. Patrick, <laughs> like, Psy- Patrick Psyche's just standing there, opening the door. It's okay. This is a safe place. Come on in. <laughs> That's wonderful. If, if anything, the demons probably run the fuck away. Um, so yeah, I don't, that was the weirdest experience of my life and I wanted to look it up and I don't, I've, the times I've had it in the past, it was the very literal sense of my eyes opened and I was awake, but my body wouldn't move. And 20 seconds later I reached over and all of a sudden, Hey, I'm awake. Okay. Maybe I just didn't want to reach at the time or something like it's been wonderful this time. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, oh boy. Was it not wonderful at all? It was terrifying. Uh, anyways. Let's Indeed. Franny's home now. Let's wrap it up. Um, okay. We're going to do. I have so many ideas for different episodes I want to do. One of them uh, is going to be awful for me unless you can hold yourself down. Every time you say that's the thing or defend that you love something, I'm going to take a drink and I will have to buy like a 32 rack because I'm sure it won't slow down. So if you can hold yourself oh, no. down, I won't get oh, wasted. No. Oh no, you're not doing a 32 rack. You're buying like a fucking bottle of Jack, a bottle of crab. You're, you're, you're getting alcohol poisoning. I don't want you to game. kill me, Patrick. This oh is no! Just, fuck you. This is fuck a test. You, you want to play this of, game? We're this is a test teeth, of how much you love your friend, and we will find out, and it will go on the record. Number two is we're going to do that episode crossover between what did I just say and Man of the Machine. Number three crossover gifted punksters Man of the Machine. Number four is going to be another one you're not going to like, and it's going to be hilarious. I am going to bleep out every time you say like, and you're going to sound like like Jason Muse if he got paid every time he swore, is what you're going to sound like. So it's going to be you wonderful. You said like, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> what? You just said like. Yes, the word like will come up many a times in every conversation, especially when you're making similes. But... The man, so I talked about this actually with a bunch of people who I've known listen to it. They're like, he says like a lot. I'm like, or, or they'll say you say a lot of things a lot. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's him. Like everybody has their thing that makes them indistinguishable. You know it. And that's you for you. I mean, you have like six or seven uh, things you say or mannerisms or occurrences that I love. And that's why we talk to each other. And I think it's hilarious to exploit them. You're welcome to do this kind of shit for me. I'm not saying you don't have to return the favor. Oh, no. We're, that's why I'm poisoning you. Like... No, you will not. <laughs> this is going to be a test of love, Patrick, and you're on my oh. side. Oh, you're getting poisoned, motherfucker. No. Nope. Franny's going to need to be standing by and take you to the hospital. <laughs> no, no. Patrick, you love your friends. This is like overpetting your dog. Like when you're like sitting there and the dog starts growling and you keep petting it and you're just like, no, I love it. I'm not going to stop. I don't care how awful this is getting for them. This is all about me. 
This ain't about you, Patrick. This is about your little baby. This is about your little baby friend, Kevin. You're going to treat me right. I'm sure I'll still end up getting hammered, even with the hardest of self-control. So prove me wrong. Prove no, me I'm wrong, prove Patrick. You absolutely right. So Be, you no, you, hey, hey, you have to play these games, Mister, if you want to get rich and famous. This isn't fucking Jigsaw. We're not in the fucking Saw universe. How, how can you compare Jigsaw to just not saying something? It's like Patrick, <laughs> don't say this word. Because you're basically wh- breaking wh- it down to like what? make your choice, live or die. For no, heaven. no, like, not live. How are you dying <laughs> by not saying something? That is such a extreme. I'm going to cause you to die. I'm going to no. bring you to death by your own hand. You can't even say. You can't even hold off on words if it means life or death for a friend. I mean, I will hope that you won't actually die. I will hope you just get horribly, horribly, horribly hungover. We will play this out in a proper way. Patrick will play the game. And that's how it will work. Triple H, Jesus. Yes. Yes, I... Well, no, you're Triple H. I'm Seth Rollins. Or, uh, uh, HBK. Time to play the game. (laughs) Is that his thing? Well, yes, time to play the game. Just like the quizzes you refused to do, just like the original Who Would Win in a Fight you refused to do, it's what makes us us, and you're going to play these games, mister. When did I refuse to do anything? We already did a fucking quiz. We already done the Who Would No, no, back in um, when we were at Healthy Living, you're like, I'm not playing these, and we didn't play them then. And then we start the podcast, and you're like, this is for the sake of entertainment. And then same thing with the quizzes. You're like, that's really weird. I don't want... And I was like, it'll be funny. And then I said stuff and you're like, this is kind of... But you did it because it's for the sake of entertainment. And we will do this for the sake of entertainment. This has been Men of the Machine. Another super successful off-the-cuff episode. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. (laughs) And thanks for listening, you naked sons of bitches. Why are they naked? It's just how we do things.